Praise the Lord. Have you had a good time already? We could just we could just take off and go home already, couldn't we? This is this has been good. It's all the presence of God that that makes a difference in our life, isn't it? It's it's you know I was uh, I was um, actually talking with Zach out in the hallway and and is that okay, Zach? If I say something like that, okay. Because you know what what really has has um, been the hook in my britches growing up. Does that make sense to anybody? So, so I, we went to the we went to the Grand Canyon back uh, when my little brother was just like five years old or so. And so, five years old five year olds in Grand Canyons don't really go too well together, um, especially with mothers involved because mothers are freaking out. So, so my mom um, tied this rope to his britches. And he called it his tail, <laughs> but she would hang on to that tail, and he wouldn't get too close to the to the Grand Canyon, and and everybody stayed alive. You know, my brother's still alive today because of that, I believe. Um, but God puts uh, a tail on us uh, in His presence. He he, because our, our world is like the Grand Canyon, kind of, isn't it? It's like you know, there's there's th- there's things we can get off into. We can get drawn into other things, you know, and. Um, uh, the, the hook in my britches growing up has been the presence of God, uh, the, the Holy Spirit. And uh, that's what I really desire for us because, you know, it's not just information. It's not just, you know, feeling good about ourselves that's going to make the difference. It's the, it's the presence of God. And, and what, I, what I really, what really transformed my life in that regard is when it, it becomes overwhelming and you're focused just on Him. And my passion, whenever we're singing songs like we were today, is for everybody to not even be aware of each other anymore, to lose ourselves in his presence, and to just be overwhelmed by his presence. So Zach was saying, man, that was interesting. Your, when your wife was praying for me, he said, I just felt something, something happening. I think, yes, yes. Amen? It's the presence of God. It's the Holy Spirit. And, and that is the thing, that it's bigger than... You know, we were talking about this last night. Uh, um, God promises to actually demonstrate his, his power in our lives. Mark was talking about the Holy Spirit and the demonstration of the power of God by the Holy Spirit. These are the things... Remember, Jesus went around doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Remember that? And why did he do that? He did it so people would believe. Somehow our believers are connected to things happening, to the power of God. And this is actually what sets us apart. So I went to, to India, and I'm getting off on a tangent. If you don't mind real quick, I'm going to get through this. But um, went to uh, Nepal with my father, and Nepal is, is full of Hindus. And the thing about Hindus is they believe in Jesus along with all the other gods. They just lump him in with everything else. They say, oh, yeah, I believe in him too. And, uh, but what's, what, 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 what the main difference is the Holy Spirit. And when somebody is sick, I'm sorry, but all those other gods in the Hindu list do nothing for them. And when they come in contact with the healing power of our, our almighty God, it completely convinces them 
that this is the only God. Because they have to let go of all the other ones. And you know, it's kind of, it's kind of perilous for them because uh, you know, they, they have to leave their families and everything. They get excommunicated uh, when they follow after Jesus. So it's kind of a big thing for them. But I was thinking about it because, you know what, in, in, our, in our society today, we can, we can just go to the doctor. We can just go, we can fix things ourselves. And sometimes it's not until somebody's in a condition that they cannot be helped by medicine that they can actually experience the presence of God to do so. When we get to the end of our rope, when we get to the edge of the Grand Canyon and, and we need God to do something in our life, that's when he's there to, to, for his power to re- really be made available to us. Amen? Uh, when we'd run out of all our own resources. So we're going to talk again today uh, about love. I'm not sure. This might be the last one for right now, but I, if it is, we're going to transition into something else that kind of is, is right all around 1 Corinthians 13. It's kind of the purpose for 1 Corinthians 13. Because until you get 1 Corinthians 13 and love down, you just might as well forget about thinking you're spiritual or that you even know God. Because knowing God is knowing love. Amen? So, we're going to touch on something today. It's going to be the Word of God. I guarantee you that there's an opportunity for you today to be changed in the presence of God from the Word of God And let's just decide whether we're going to do that, all right? Let's say, I'm going to be the one that gets affected by the presence of God today. Amen? Father, we just thank you so much for, before anybody arrived here today, your presence preceded us. And your presence goes with us wherever we go. And we've magnified your presence already. But we just invite you, Holy Spirit, to come and reveal Jesus to us through the Word. Lord, we pray that it would be life to us, that we would be affected, that it would cause us to live our lives differently. Lord, we treasure, we highly value the opportunity that is ours right now to hear your voice and to experience your presence. And to have revelation come to us that we cannot have otherwise. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, I'm going to show a little video here before we get going. Is this all right? All right. Love is patient. Like not honking the horn when you're already 11 minutes late. Love is kind. It's doing all the chores so she can wake up to a clean house. It does not envy being truly joyful when your friend gets the promotion even if you didn't it does not boast love does not remind your kid of his 20 game losing streak it is not proud how about we apologize more often it is not rude and let's not value alike over someone's feelings it is not selfish love shares that last cookie it is not easily angered it breathes when it wants to scream It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not bring up the past, even though right now it'll be really convenient and totally win me this argument. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Love doesn't get excited when people get destroyed online. It always protects. Love always stands guard. Always trusts. Always leans into the promises. Always hopes. Always sees what's possible. Always perseveres. Always gets up 
one more time. Love never fails. And it's always worth it. Cool. <laughs> so we've, we've gone through all the little phrases of what love is and what it doesn't do. And, and I, I want to be challenged, and I want to challenge us with this. Let's don't leave this series behind. <laughs> Let's keep it with us. And uh, I'm, I'm going to have some challenges for us going forward with regard to love because um, it's, just like, it's just like in a marriage or any kind of relationship, um, you don't, it's not over with at the altar. It's, it's worked on every day. And if you're not working on it every day, it's going to go away, right? It's, it's not going to be there for you when you need it. So this, this understanding of God's love and how it can change our life, it will cause us to prosper. It will cause us to be successful. It will affect everything that we're up to. But we have to keep doing it every day. You know, um, we went and played some volleyball yesterday, and I, I used to actually be somewhat adept. I took a class in college enough to know how you're supposed to do it, and uh, used to be able to jump a little higher than I, I used to be able to actually get my hand over the top of the rim of, a, you know, the basketball hoop. Um, but if you're not doing that stuff every day, it's like I told my son, I said, well, I, it's just because I haven't been practicing. He said, like, like all the rest of us have been practicing too? You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's the truth. I could be a whole lot better at volleyball. Because <laughs> it, it's pretty much stunk. But, um, but if, we're not, if we're not going back in practice and if we're not taking care of, Pastor Kim talked about our physical muscles, if we're not taking care of this spiritual thing that is so, so necessary for us, we're not going to keep things alive, and we're not going to react. I'll tell you what. Love isn't something you try to go get when you get into the conflict because the conflict comes up fast. It happens before you know it, and if you weren't ready ahead of time, you don't have any barrier to put up in front of it and say, no, you're not coming this way, right? So you have to keep going back and reviewing and what I would like to do, I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, put together a way for us to not just say love isn't this. Because, you know, it's fun to go through a little video and say love does this and doesn't do that. And it gives food to the dog when you're done with it. And, you know, it, it, it does all those nice little things. And you th but to go back and actually see how that applies to our life on a daily basis so that it's life to us when we're in the conflict. Otherwise, we're going to lose. And so it's so necessary to do that. So we're going to look at today how love never fails. Okay? And uh, so this is the eighth verse. And it's kind of, it's, remember we, we've, we've gone through it. It perseveres. It does all these kinds of things. And then it says it never fails. So I'm going to come around on another side of it a little bit today, because when I'm thinking of love never failing, it's kind of like there's, there's, there's a love that I have, and then there's a love that God has, and they can be very different things. So I want to separate these a little bit today, because our society is really messed up with regard to a perception of what love is. 
people fall into it, and they fall right back out of love, right? And, and you know, I was, having, I was having a perception of that, that this isn't God's love, and, and it's not. And, it, and, it's, and it's a bad view of things. So um, before we get, no, no, here we go. This, this is good. How many are familiar, uh, familiar with Alicia Keys, I believe is her name? She's got, it's a neat song, but it's not a very good song at the same time. So I'm just going to read these lyrics. Is this okay? Because this is kind of what we're up against. We, we, we naturally think this is what happens. It's the natural thing that can happen. Well, I fell in love with them, and I just do not love them anymore. I just, it's, love failed me, right? I keep on falling in and out of love with you. Sometimes I love you. Sometimes you make me blue. Sometimes I feel good, and sometimes I feel used. Loving you, darling, makes me so confused. Is it all right if I say it kind of funny? I keep on falling in and out of love with you. I never loved someone the way that I love you. Oh, oh, I never felt this way. How do you give me so much pleasure? And cause me so much pain. Just when I think I've taken more than a fool would, uh, would a fool, I start falling back in love with you. I keep falling in and out of love with you. I never loved someone the way that I loved you. In the bridge. Oh, baby. I, I, I. That's part of the problem right there. I'm falling, I, 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 I'm falling, fall. So this is glorifying the fall of love. First Corinthians says that love never falls. I know it says fails, but that's actually what it's, that's, that's a big part of the meaning of that word. It doesn't fall away. So here, here's another issue that we have is a natural perception that once things get older, that they are subject to fail. You know, whenever your, your car blows a head gasket, what do you want to... You've been driving it for a while, especially down in Texas, right? And it can overheat. And what do you want to do? As soon as that thing happens, I want to go to a car lot and not get a used one, get a brand new car. Why? Because our perception is that the longer something exists, inevitably it's going to fail. Right? We have this understanding. And it's built into our, our psyche that when you get old, your memory's going to fail. When you get, you know, things are just going to fail. And you start thinking, well, that hurts. I guess it's just going to happen. Because everything this is kind of bad because this is partly what our church believes. Everything changes. But our perception is that it changes in a negative way. It degrades. And we can attach this same thing to love. And we can, we can make, make it that because our perception of love is a certain way, that it's degrading, it's going to die, it's going to fail. Love fails. I don't believe in love anymore. Because it failed me. 
And the problem was you were falling in and you said I too many times too, right? What, what have we said about love? It delivers you from you. It delivers you from the eyes. Right? And so, let's just look here real quick. This is, this is uh, Albert Barnes has a, has a definition of, of what that faileth. So love never fails, right? Never faileth. We have to do the King James because that's what he's saying here. But it's, it's properly to fall out of. fall from or off and may be applied to the stars of heaven falling, Mark 13, 25, or to flowers that fall or fade, James 1, 11, 1 Peter 1, 24, or to chains falling from the hands. Here it means to fall away, to fail, to be without effect, to cease to be in existence. The expression may mean that it will be adapted to all the situations of life and is of a nature to be always exercised. Or it may mean that it will continue to all eternity and be exercised in heaven forever. The sense is that while other endowments of the Holy Spirit must soon cease and be valueless, love would abide. And would always exist. The argument is that we ought to seek that which is enduring value. And that therefore love should be preferred to those endowments of the spirit. On which so high a value has been set by the Corinthians. So he's talking to them and he's saying. Love never falls away. It's not like the stars. Even the stars are going to die. We, we know all that, right? Everything's going to pass away eventually. But this is not what we're talking about here. Love is a standard. Love is a standard that never changes. It's not affected by age. It continues when everything else fails. So it helped me with Alicia Keys on her, on her little song. Because love was something that was not failing her. She was failing it. And this is something that I believe God wants us to see in this. Is that everything we've been talking about. This description of what love is. It's something that is ours to obtain. To live in. To be in victory in. And it will never fail us as long as we apply it. Amen? Does that kind of help in this understanding of how love never fails? It doesn't fail the one who applies it. But it will fail you every time you start to see evil. <laughs> you are offended by what somebody does. You don't have patience. Is love failing? No, love's not failing. And it will, it will take you through that. And <laughs> here's the thing. Every time you are falling out of love, it's like the little song said, it hurts so bad. It makes you go through something and it's just anguish for you. And it was something you didn't have to do. You could have stayed in love. Can remain in that place, right? <laughs> okay. So, 1 Corinthians. I want to read, read from that point all the way to the end. I know we've been taking three 
word phrases up to this point. Uh, we're just going to barrage you with four. Uh, actually, it's three. Three of these. I don't know where we're going to do five, actually. Okay. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. And where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, and when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child. I reason like a child. When I became a man, I put away the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So, it's very important to not assume that your perception of anything is the way it really is. <laughs> and to say, God, help me with this. And understand that it's a progressive thing. So I was thinking about this. You know, Braden came home the other day and he said, uh, what's her name? Oh, Juliana. Juliana told me she loved me. Braden. And I said, so what did you say? Well, <laughs> but it made me think back on how many have had those little, those little loves, you know, those little things that you, you thought were, they were infatuations, weren't they? They weren't the real thing, but it's what you thought was love. I remember I had a, I had a, uh, this girl, Judy Rhodes, she, she, won't, she won't watch this, so I'm not worried too bad, but I don't know, she might. Man, I must have been in like second grade, and I found a watch on the, because this is back when you let kids walk to school. I don't think they let them walk anymore, do they? It's kind of scary anymore. Some, some people do, Really? It was about two, two blocks away to the school. Seemed like a long way. You know when you're second grade? That's a long way. Got to go. We had an alley. Had to walk down the alley. And it was a couple blocks away. And I found a watch in the alley on the way to school. And I remember, this is my chance to impress Judy Rhodes. I think it might have impressed her, but it didn't impress her parents. So, so the watch was returned, and um, <laughs> and if I think back, I could tell you some other stories about all these little. Am I relating to anybody? Yeah, I mean, you, you have all these things. What your little glimpses into the realm of love, you know, and and <laughs> and some of them, I thought I was going to die if I didn't you know, get to experience whatever love was with that person. You know, it's just like tears you apart. You got to, and that's why you end up actually getting somebody, I guess. But all those ones on the way, you remember all the ones on the way? Some of them you can't, I can't even remember their names, some of them. And at the time, I thought it was it. 
Now I know what it is. And I found the one. So this is that scripture. See, I put away those childish things, and now the real has come. But no, there's what we're talking about and what we're getting a glimpse into with the, in the realm of love is a picture into this that we don't have to leave. We can take it into every other relationship that we go into. And in doing so, we're getting a better glimpse into it. But it's interesting that it, it's, he, he, he says, we're just, we're just getting a little bit. We're going to grow up in this. This is something we're going to grow into, right? We're just getting a reflection of this. It's not quite the fullness of it. But the main thing that he's getting across is when everything else passes away, love isn't the only one that doesn't fail. And he says, the ones that remain are faith, hope, and love. They're the ones that you have an opportunity to partake of. They will never fail you. They will never fail. I know it's not saying these other two won't fail, but it says these all three remain when everything else falls away. So here's what happens, and it's, and it's an encouragement to us. How many love, you know, we talked about it already, that the presence of God and the Holy Spirit and the power of God, I desire those things. I desire for people to be transformed, people to be healed, people to be uh, raised from the dead. Amen? But you know, if, if we're desiring just those spiritual gifts, I love to pray in the Holy Ghost. I love to pray in tongues. I love to build myself up in my most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. But the whole purpose of those things is to help us to see love and faith and hope. Amen? And so... He's getting ready to, or he's been talking about the, the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. He says, it's necessary. If you're going to have anything of worth, all those other things are going to fall away. They will all pass away. Speaking in tongues, moves of the Spirit. How many have gone through that and experienced that part of it? Man, there's a wonderful move of the... We had, we've, we've had different things, and you had to go across the country to experience it. You had to go to where it was. You had to go to Brownsville or somewhere else where, where there was something going on where you could actually experience it. And I, I, don't, I don't believe you necessarily have to do that, but there are moves, visitations of, the, of, of, of God upon areas that are very real. But you, those things pass away. They pass away. And what does not pass away is you can go home and you can have hope, you can have faith, and the basis of all of it is love. Because love does not fail. It never falls away. It never leaves you. You only leave it. Right? Okay. Galatians 5, 5 through 6. For through the Spirit we eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope. So we have Hope and faith, both in right that verse right there, don't we? And they, it's, it's for a purpose. It's to take us to something beyond where we are at. Beyond the things that are going to pass away. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision 
nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Amen? So what, you know, people still were having a problem with religious things. Well, if you're going to be spiritual, and back then, you know, it was circumcision. You had to be circumcised. You had to do things according to the religious order in order to be spiritual. And he said, none of this is going to matter. The whole purpose of it, the whole purpose of knowing Christ or the way to knowing Christ is faith expressing itself through love. You know, sometimes we want to be full of faith. We want to be full of faith and power. We want to know all the formulas to getting things from God. And it says the only way faith is really expressed is through love. It's the enduring thing that will not pass away. This is where the rubber meets the road and we get to live the reality of the power of God in our life and it doesn't ever get off of love. It's always taken to love. All right? 1 Corinthians 1, seven. Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord. Isn't that interesting? I would like for there to be no lack of spiritual gifts in any way. For there to be revelation coming at us continually. Amen? I believe sometimes we approach it from the wrong way. We get disappointed because we're not seeing something move. And we want to go towards that thing. We are supposed to desire those things. But what is the path to get to them? It's love. It's getting these other things in, 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 in motion to where if a spiritual thing takes place, it was never about us anyway. It was to administer love. It was to become an expression of love. <laughs> I've grown up in, in, in the realm of, of demonstrations. And, you know, one of the biggest hang-ups somebody can get into is when they think a spiritual manifestation was about them. Or they, they begin to have a spiritual manifestation and they think it was theirs. It's the Spirit. And the whole purpose of it is to be an expression of love. So if you're going to get your ducks in a row and you're going to actually begin to, to, to experience a real move of the Spirit, I, I wonder sometimes if the reason why there isn't a move of the Spirit is because love isn't in place. A bunch of self-centered I-I-I's falling in and out of love all the time and not able to maintain a focus on the heart of God, which is not about us. It's about meeting the needs of somebody else. Loving somebody, not thinking evil, not speaking evil, not being offended by everything that happens. Amen? The Holy Spirit reveals Jesus, and Jesus is love. Amen? He's not going to reveal, He's not going to reveal us. It's not about revealing us. It's about revealing Jesus. So it's going to be an expression of love, right? Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly await for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what did we say? If there's any failing in the area of love, it's us. If there's any falling, and it's very legitimate, we are human, we do fall in and out of love. But it's not love that is falling. It's not love that is failing. 
It's love that is being gone in and out of. And I think God wants us to remain there. This is what this is talking about. He said the purpose of the Spirit is to actually, in the gifts of the Spirit, is to keep you steadfast in love to the end. If there's any failure in our life that takes place, it can be connected to the realm of love. Not the failure of love, but our failure to remain in it. Amen? He says, there's a need to stay firm to the end. This is kind of where I just want to get here today, if we can go there. Is that we need to stay firm in this stuff. Amen? Because we're not going beyond this. There's nothing else in our life that's going to be sustained. We can spend so much time giving our passions, our heart, and everything else to things that are going to pass away. You know, I love music. I I love to play. I love to play the guitar. But it, it comes as a realization to me that if I keep living, I'm not going to be able to maybe keep playing the way I like to play because my body will fail. And I've given a big portion of my life to that. I love it. But it can't be my life. Love has to be my life. Learning that. I got to put away childish things. <laughs> I can't I can't be I can't be going in and out of love and feeling the pain of it and being a, you know what I mean? Because God wants us to be sustained to the end. Man this this holding steady, standing in faith, having done all all to, all you can do stand in faith, right? What is what is that going to be? It's not going to be anywhere outside of love. These things that are being revealed in this chapter, I mean, how do we do them? We do them by faith, with hope that they're going to accomplish something. But the whole purpose is for love to be expressed. And it will be the one that will accomplish anything of victory in our life. Amen? I'll tell you what, this is good. Let's get it. Hebrews 3.14. We have come to share in Christ. If indeed, we hold our original conviction firmly to the end, to the very end. I'm seeing that there's a necessity for sustenance in love. We're talking about love never failing. Becomes a big responsibility on our part to not fail love. Amen? And over and over again, it talks about staying steadfast to the end. Again, you can't have a Judy Rhodes relationship with the love of God. You know? You have to have a Pastor Kim experience. No, I'm just kidding. We're staying there. You know what I mean? It's got to be something where if you really love somebody, you're going to find out things about them. You're you're not going to let them offend you. You're going to stay there steadfast with them to the very end what's this is with with, this is our faith isn't it and what what are the purposes of the the gifts of the spirit again this is instilling this truth i want more i want more demonstrations of the holy spirit i want to i want to live in the spirit i want to walk in the spirit i want to be led by the spirit and if if my whole purpose and my whole Goal in doing that is for me to be fulfilled. I will never be 
I will never be. Because the whole purpose of the Spirit is to guide us into love and help us to say, stay remaining in that, not falling in and out of love, but staying steadfast in love. Amen? How long does it take to teach an old dog new tricks? Is it at least 30 days, right, to, to change a, a, a pattern in your life? Right? I was talking with Pastor Kim about, about something similar to this. You know, when we get truth from the Word of God, when we get a revelation of what love really is, it becomes not just an, an understanding. It doesn't come, it no longer is it just uh, knowledge. For us, it becomes a command. We're supposed to love, aren't we? It's the only commands we're given. And we're supposed to love. It becomes a command. So in the Old Testament, I was looking at, you know, you know why Moses and Aaron weren't able to go into the land of promise? In, in Deuteronomy 51, God's talking to Moses and he says, you're, you're going to die on this mountain. You're not going to be able to go in there even though you were promised to do that. We have promises from God. A lot of them, we, they die, we die on the mountain before we get to them. For the same reason that God told Moses he wasn't able to get in there, he says, because you failed in your love to me, failed in your faith to me. And how did that happen? You did it before people. Sometimes we, we, we go back and we look. If, if you would look at, at, at what Moses did, what was the thing that kept him out of the promised land? God told him to speak, right? And what did he do? He hit instead. Oh, goodness. Give him a break, God. He did it in front of the people. He was living his life out in disobedience. And he was not able to experience the promise because of disobedience in his own life, right? Him and Aaron together. We were given a, we were given a, a command to love. We're given revelation of what that is. We're not supposed to talk about anybody anymore. That's why, let's, let's go back and start to reveal some, what, what these things are. Actually bring them out and say, it's, it's, it's not just a funny video. It's a command. We're supposed to be in patience. Right? All these elements, we're supposed to persevere for somebody else. We're supposed to be actively doing things on behalf of love. Right? And it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect our own experience of God in our life. What happens when, 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 you, get a, when you get a directive from just Moses had a directive from God. We have a directive from God today, don't we? What happens when we fail to do? Now, this, this, isn't, this, isn't, a, this isn't a law thing, but it's God giving us a command. And it's, it's a heart thing now. It's not just rules. It's a heart thing. We've been given love. This is, this is the thing that's different for us. We've been give, given a nature of love. And now he says, here's what the nature is I've given you. Now do it. Now it becomes revelation that we have to put into, into demonstration in our life. Amen? And if we don't act on something that we've been told to do, what is that? We're actually 
putting off faith in God. And because of that, the promises of God cannot be something that we obtain anymore because we don't have faith towards God. We've just demonstrated we don't have faith. Sometimes we say, we think that faith is all about believing a promise of God and standing on it. And sometimes it's, it's taking a, a directive from God and acting as if it's really true and we're supposed to actually do it. Is this too hard today? <laughs> but if we want to have faith in God, we're going to have to act on what he's already said to do. And when we do that, we're maintaining faith. So, so here's what happens for us. And I, I, I just want to encourage us in this real quick. Because <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go to heaven if we've made Jesus our Lord. We're going to go through our life and we're going to get to the end somehow. But is it going to be victorious? No, it's only victorious as we are maintained in love. And here's the pattern for us. Every time... We allow something that we know, we, we intentionally do, some, do something that is contrary to what we know. It becomes a pattern for us. We're, we're teaching a dog a trick, and it's not a good trick. It's a bad trick. Right? You're developing a natural thing. And you can be, you can be full of the word. You can be full of, of understanding. But what you're doing with it becomes a pattern that is a heart pattern. And the long, every time you violate something that you know is, is the way of love, does this sound too hard? <laughs> every time you violate something that is, is the way of love, what you're doing is you're going down a path that gets harder and harder to get out of. Because you're identifying with it. This says, we have come to share in Christ if, indeed, we hold our original conviction firmly to the end. We have to hold it. And what happens every time you say yes to the directive of love? Now you're beginning to take a step up. And you're beginning to form a pattern that has a guarantee of eternity. I'm not talking about our salvation in eternity. I'm talking about an eternity of never failing. When you, Because every time you take that step towards that, it's not failing you. The step down always does. Every single time. It's, it's a failure every time. It wasn't love. A step into love. A step in response. To the, to the directive of God has, has victory with it every time. And also it's establishing a pattern of the heart that you're not going to have difficulty with things. You notice that? The, the, the more you get a pattern of doing something, it's not hard anymore. It's not hard anymore. It becomes a natural response. Did you know we have a natural response in our nature in Christ? That if we keep going down the wrong road, even though we're naturally made that way, we'll keep acting like the devil. Remember Jesus said, you're acting like your father, the devil. Okay. Is this too hard? This, though, is why I believe we have to stay in this, in this realm. Uh, again, we might... We might go off of this series for now 
but let's stay in this as a body. I'm going to do some things to help us remain reminded. Remain reminded. Let's don't fall back into things that are going to destroy. Let's stay in the realm of love. Amen? Let's stay on the top of the podium. Uh Uh-oh. Did I lose my... Let's go to Hebrews 3.14 for all you guys with your phones, (laughs) your Bibles. Used to be, used to be, listen to those, those uh, leaves turning, right? Oh, we got to back up. All right, good. We've come to share in Christ. Oh, Jude one twenty, But you, dear friends, by building up yourselves in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. So very many times... We stop there, don't we? What's the purpose of, the, of praying in the Holy Spirit? To build yourself up in your most holy faith. But what is the purpose of it? To keep yourselves in God's love. That sounds to me like that's something that's not going to happen otherwise. There's a purpose in the Spirit to keep us, to keep us... Because we must be able to fall out. Right? The purpose of the Spirit. Sometimes we say, I don't need to pray in the Holy Ghost. I don't need that. That's just supplementary. That's just that's something that the the real serious people do. But I'm, you know, I have grace, and grace is gonna make everything great for me, and I and everything's gonna be okay. But this is saying that, that, that there's a necessity to keep yourself in the love of God to include the Holy Spirit as your helper to do that. To not think you can just do that on your own. It's not just about information. It's a work of the Spirit. Amen? To maintain a good, a, a good marriage, to maintain a good relationship with somebody, you can't depend on yourself. You can't do it alone. You have to depend on the Holy Ghost. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Isn't that something? It's not something that's a backwards look towards something I did. It's something I'm going forwards to all the time. It's something I'm taking a step in obedience to love. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Sometimes we just want to see a demonstration of the, of the power that Mark was talking about, that pico power. You know, the, you know, and what is the purpose of all that? So we can say that we are a Holy Ghost church? No, so love can be expressed. Amen? And people come to Jesus not just, not just for the demonstrations, because what happened to Jesus with all his demonstrations? Everybody scattered until they had a heart change, until they had a nature change, until they were on his side wanting to demonstrate love. What happened to the disciples? What happened to Peter? He got full of the Holy Ghost. And what changed him? He's not running away and denying anymore. Now he's out on the street proclaiming. And what is the purpose of the proclaiming? The love of God. That's the gospel. It's the gospel of Jesus, isn't it? He wasn't doing that for himself. He wasn't doing it to build himself up. He wasn't in fear anymore. He didn't care. And most of them got 
killed anyway. But they weren't afraid anymore because they were full of the Holy Ghost because now they were going to express the love of Jesus. It wasn't about them anymore. Love delivers us from ourselves. It propels us in to an expression of love of God. Amen? Isn't this good? I want us to be challenged today. Say, I'm going to... I'm not going to fall in and out of this anymore. Holy Spirit, help me to see when I'm falling away from the love of God's being demonstrated in my life. Amen? And let's don't be passive about it. The things that we actually acquire are the things that we're passionate about. Amen? The things that you go to and you actually experience in your life are not the Judy Rhodes's. They're the Kim Bears. The ones you actually latch on to. Right? And then it's forever. We experience that in relationships too. Love will not fail you in a relationship. If you're not going in and out of it. If you're not being affected by what they said to me. You abused me. You did this. You did that. No. No. Love is there forever. Amen? Aren't you thankful for the love of God? He, he never fails us. Hallelujah. Let's talk to Him. Father God, we just thank You for Your love for us. We thank You that You loved us so much that You sent us Jesus. You didn't want any of us to perish. You didn't want any of us to, to fall away or to, to fail. You wanted all of us to triumph. And in Christ, you demonstrated your love. Of all the things you've done, Lord God, the greatest demonstration of your power was what you did for us in Christ. Overcame death. Overcame sin. Overcame all of our failures. And for everybody that enters in, that identifies with it, that takes on the nature of Christ, you provide them with a victory that will sustain them through eternity. As long as they, as long as they remain there. And then you gave us your Holy Spirit to keep us there. To keep us there in your love. So Lord God, we just want to we want to be humble in your presence today. We want to be affected by your love. Your unfailing love. Lord, we want it to be elevated in our priority of, of what we're, our life is about. We want to be delivered from the ability to be offended, the, the ability to be kept from expressing love. We want to be delivered from that terrible anguish of our soul when we're having a root of bitterness. When we're having something negative 
keeping us from loving you. And Lord God, we want to be in faith. We want to have a faith that is maintained towards you, that is not falling away. Every time we choose to fall out of love. Lord, I just, I, I see each one of us growing in faith, growing in power, growing in demonstrations that give you glory, that magnify you, that, that demonstrate to the world that we know you. Expressions of the Spirit's power that reveal the love of God to those around us. Lord, we thank you that we can we can magnify this. We can magnify this great opportunity that's before us. And in doing so, Lord God, we can, we can speak when you tell us to speak instead of striking. We can move when you tell us to move. We can care for those who need our care instead of being self-conscious. And Father God, I thank you that you give us steps to take that will be up to that winner's podium. And that every time we take one of those steps, Lord God, I speak that over, over everybody here today. That Lord God, your, your Holy Spirit is, is guiding us in those choices that will help our steps to go upward. That it will become a pattern for our life that will stay steadfast to the end. And the hope that we have in Christ will cause us to give up on all those other hopes that would take us off the path of love. I thank you for that, Father. And I thank you that your spirit right now, as we've magnified you, is ministering to hearts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. O pesico no kushene be consente freni kitsa prakuto frokupa kasene mengashi kutuseti. Neme kiatsa kitebera na lavanda shite peretisi. Nasikanta kandamala fala kuchutu preferida dilipikachika pratele fakatitsa tabrata. Namachena kusungu bakunenga, sikediati kachete pekusukutushi. Diatisieta frana sala brakatsa. Namahele pretita la vrena pele fala kuchu prafuratats. So you say that sounds like a good plan. But I still can't see it. How do I let go of this? How do I let go of that? This is something that I have established through my life. Many times I don't even see that I'm doing it. 
You're seeing through a glass darkly. But there's a way that I have made. There's a, there's a path that you can take. That with each step makes it clearer. You don't have to get to the top today. You don't have to arrive today. You just take a step today. You take a step upward today and it will be it will be one that even though it's not the top, it will have victory with it. And with each victory, there will be an establishing of an identity. And an identity that will be a change of nature to which you will be identified. Where you had done and acted in a way that was you oriented. By the power of God, you will begin to act in a way that is God oriented. By the power of God, you will begin to demonstrate actions and behaviors that were not your own. That by the power of the Spirit, with every step of love that I give you, there will be putting away of the old and a taking on of the new. That nature I've given you in Christ, that's who you are. That's who you are. You're a new creation. This is what it looks like. This is who you look like. You do not have to fall in and out of who you are. Remain there by my spirit building yourself up praying in the Holy Ghost keeping yourself by the power that I've given you and great will be your joy great will be your peace great will be your victory and your life will be worth living be full of joy your eyes will be lifted from a self-focus to a hope that is set before you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we thank you for your words to us. We receive them, Lord God. And we choose to respond to them we give you thanks for what you're going to accomplish in our lives. In Jesus' name.